0: If you could, I would have loved to have said, look on the screen because my, my scriptures would be up there. But if you want to turn in your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 4, I got to turn in my Bible because I did not mark it like I was supposed to. Like I said, everything this morning has been crazy. But you know what? I have found peace in the craziest of times. Amen. I have found the presence of God in the craziest of times. And I think that many of us are looking for something. You came to our church for a reason. You were looking for hope. You wanted to check us out, you wanted to see what it was. And so in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 and 20, uh, 20 through 23, it says. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Think about the heart. There is a very big importance that the Bible plays on the heart. My title this morning is The Gates. Um, I had a cool slide that I was gonna put up that showed the battles of the mind, but if you saw the video on Facebook, um, you would have already saw that. Um, but anyways, our series that I'm gonna go over, over this four, four services of preview services, what they're called, where we come in, we get to make mistakes, and nobody gets to hold them against us. <laughs> we get to... Um, fine-tune things, and then when we go to weekly services in January, um, we'll have it all figured out. We'll know how to set up our sound system, we'll know how to get the lady to stop saying chorus, verse. Hey, we figured it out on the second song. I don't know what happened on the first one. Um, But the second verse I wanna read to you is Philippians 4.8, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. I find myself many times uh, struggling with this battle in my mind. And the reason why is because of my thinking. I get the wrong type of thinking going on. It doesn't align with what God's word says. It says, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure. If you find yourself in the midst of thinking of things, things that are unpure or unjust, all of a sudden you will have struggles in your life. And so where we set the gates in our life determines value. Where you set the gates in your life is where you have determined the greatest value. What is behind your gates? Whenever you build, whenever you fortify your family, you set a gate and say, nothing is going to pass this way. This is going to be my family and I'm going to protect my family. Is there some men in here that protect their family? You do what it takes to protect your family. You'll surround them in prayer. You'll surround your kids in prayer. That means that your family has a high value. But there's some of us, all we do is strive for self. We strive for career. We strive for the next rung on the ladder. That's where we've drawn the line and said, that's what matters to me. What if you don't put your gates out far enough? You got some territory out there that God has given you, but you leave it unprotected. You just kind of say, "You know what? Well, God's given it to me. He's given me my health, but I'm just going to leave it unprotected. He's given me, he's given me some uh, peace, but I'm just going to leave it unprotected." What will you fight for? If you're willing to fight for your family, then you have to surround them in prayer. One of the most important things that we have in our lives has got to be a daily prayer walk with God. We've got to come to him daily and say, God, I need you because I can't do this on my own. We can't take a weak stance here. If you believe in God, then you have to believe that the enemy is also real and would love to divide and to destroy your family. There's no greater investment than protecting your family. Where do you set your boundary is where you've determined the value. So what is that? Is that your family? Think about it for a moment. What have you determined your value? Is your relationship with God a high priority? Or is it one of those things that I have to say something. I am thankful for every single one of you that didn't watch the Vikings game yet. <laughs> I know it's happening right now. And uh, I am thankful for every single person that came here today to hear the word of God versus the game. If you prioritize Vikings over God, that is your relationship and your God becomes the Vikings. Boy, that's that's really hard for the first, <laughs> first service. But seriously, you have to what is your relationship with God? Prioritize that because it's the thing that brings you life or death. It's the thing that will bring you peace and understanding your time and troubles. So are you willing to fight for your life? There's a, um, there is a, a book called uh, The Art of War, and it's uh, by Sun Tzu. And it's, there's a principle in there called Death Ground. And death ground is defined as a position of no return. It's life or death. There's no return. I can't turn around. I can tell you there's been a few times when I was like, let's just pull everything off of social media and say we're not gonna do this. There have been many times where I have found myself battling what god is trying to do and one thing i have found that when i preach or when i teach that 90 percent of what i preach is something that i am currently going through yeah. and so every time i get up to preach i have found myself with something written down that applies to my life everything that i'm reading to you today that everything that i've studied it applies to my life and a battle that I've struggled with. Struggled with depression. I've struggled with, with different thoughts. You, you, you know, we go through a battle every day. Some of us, some of us go through this battle, some of us don't. You fight that battle that says you're not good enough. You, you fight that battle that says, oh, you've got too much fear, you can't do this. You can't, you're not gonna be able to make it. You fight the, you fight the battle that says you're all alone, there's no one beside you. And all these voices are the voices of the enemy. I was reading this last night as I was studying and I started to cry because it was probably three weeks ago that I wrote those four points. And right then, last night, I was just like in this, I don't know, going crazy moment. And I was telling myself that I wasn't good enough, that I had too much fear, that I was all alone and I read this and it said those are the voices of the enemy yeah. Yeah. you know many of us we have those voices we struggle with those voices and we fight those voices daily but you know what I know I know that it's not always easy but the voice of God says remember That I found value in you when I hung myself on a cross for you, when I laid my life down for you. If he found value. with Jesus that says I won't turn back I won't look back to the things in the past I'm going forward in him that's what hope is about that's what church is about is to come along beside each other and to lift each other up to stand and walk hand in hand Proverbs 23 7 says for as he thinketh in his heart so is he I can't think these things be successful in God. I can't allow the enemy. If it says that the, 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 that God hath not given us a spirit of fear, that means that fear is not of God. And that means I must rebuke fear so that I can have peace. So some of us, sometimes when fear comes running through our minds and telling us that we're not good enough or that we're all alone, you've got to say, fear, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Because it says in the Bible that that the demons fear and tremble at that name. I want to show you a a, a scripture. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. 2 Samuel 23, uh, 9 and 10. It says, and after him was Eleazar, the son of Dodo. Maybe that's why I like the the scripture, I don't know. The, the Eohite, one of the three mighty men with David when they defied the Philistines that were there gathered together to battle. And the men of Israel were gone away. Men, don't leave your families unprotected. He arose and smote the Philistines until his hand was weary and it clave unto the sword. And the Lord wrought a great victory that day. And the people returned only to spoil. You may be all alone in the fight. It may feel like you're all alone in your death ground. But I know that there is a God. And if you'll cling to his word, I know that there's a God that is behind you that will protect you, that will protect your mind, will protect your family. I will stand and protect the ground that has given me that God has given me, I have faith, the next scripture says and after him was Shema, the son of Agi the Harite, and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils and the people fled from the Philistines, but he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines and the Lord wrought a great victory, the people fled over The Philistines were there for a a field of beans. And, And here he is, he's like, I'm gonna stand and I'm gonna fight. I'm not letting, God gave us this territory and I'm not gonna back down. I'm not gonna relent, I'm not gonna give up. I'm going to fight. There has to be some men and some women that will stand up and say, my relationship with God is top priority. I'm going to prioritize God first before anything else. I want to have a relationship with him. These stories speak of a few men that have the courage to stand. And this day people are looking for someone with the courage to stand and proclaim truth. They're looking for someone that will stand and proclaim Claim truth in a time of trouble in a time of trials you've got to look to the king of kings and lord of lords what about the time of prosperity you see this scripture it says the israelites were preparing to harvest they were ready to receive the products of their labor the field was full of lentils the people had put the work in and the enemy was on the way to destroy it or to take what the people had worked for how many of you have felt there's some things in your life that you have worked for and worked for and worked for and all of a sudden the enemy comes in and tries to destroy it it happens all the time you're not you're you're, you're not just a unique circumstance you're someone who has the same struggles that i have that every pastor sitting in this room has And it's important that you prioritize that relationship with God. Prayer is how the battle is won. Get our thinking right. Get our thinking on God, the things of God. And it will change our outlook in how we see life. I can tell you story after story about myself. And trust me, there will come a day where I begin to tell you stories and stories and um funny story right now um, I had a friend who said um just be yourself and I was like wait a minute I don't know if that's good advice or if that's bad advice because I know myself <laughs> and I say dumb things sometimes <laughs> But you know what? I decided, you know what? He's right. I'm just going to be myself and tell this story about being myself. (laughs) You know what? So many times we try to be fake. We try to put on a show for someone. We try to do something that, you know, we try to live our lives so that people look at us and say, oh, he's got something going on for him. He's doing good. He's doing okay. We live our lives like that. But God's looking for your heart. Looking for where you're at right now, right today. So where have you placed the value? Is it on the right things? Or are there some messed up priorities in our lives today? Many times the battles of our mind can be the priorities being in the wrong areas. When we focus only on us and what we can do for ourselves... We leave Jesus out of the picture. I can tell you throughout all of this planning and everything, you think you thought of everything, and then five minutes before you leave the house, you're like, we could have used that, we could have used that, we could have used that. (laughs) You think you have got everything figured out, you go on vacation, and all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I need this, I need this, I need that. And our priorities in life so many times get messed up. So many times our priorities need adjusting, but for whatever reason, we don't make those adjustments. I'm a firm believer in prayer. I, I believe that no matter what you're going through, prayer helps. Prayer is because God is the answer to every problem, every trial. And I got some scriptures as I close. 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's what God has given us. Power, love, and a sound mind. Don't you want that? Wouldn't you rather have that than have the spirit of fear hanging over you, over your life? I would much rather have power, love, and a sound mind. Romans 12, 2 says, And be not conformed to this world but be he transformed by the renewing of your mind that you can prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The only way that I can do that, the only way that I can see what God's will is, is if I have a transformation of my mind. How do I do that? What do I have to do? I've got to pray and get a hold of God. I've got to have a daily relationship with him. I've got to look at my life and the priorities that I have in my life. And if the relationship with him is way down, and list number 10 and not number one I got to move some things around 2nd Corinthians 10 5 says casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ I've got to bring my thoughts in line with him and what he wants God I pray that you would help me to bring my mind and my thoughts into what you would have them to be. If there's some struggles in your life, if there's something going on in your life, as we all stand across this place, I want to take a few minutes of just a time of prayer. Sometimes we come to the altar and come up here. If you would like to be prayed for, me and my wife would love to spend some time with you and pray for you. I I want to, I just want to encourage you that in this moment, in this time, let it let it let God just sweep over you and 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 touch your life.